Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Emke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, we got a great episode set up for you today. We're going to be talking to the uh, one of our favorite returning guests, uh, Tony and Tyler Burkhart from DHD, winners of Ultimate Callout Challenge 2023. The Hookers. The Hookers. Uh, but before we get to that, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Calibrated Power, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Hey, they keep Chris and I employed, so they can't be all bad. They also have some of the best uh, all-time ever diesel performance product upgrades available, such as 50-state uh, legal custom tuning, drop-in turbochargers, built transmissions, six-speed upgrades for LB7s and LLYs, and all sorts of other goodies uh, that you guys should take advantage of. Check out DuramaxTuner.com today to get your truck right. Exergy Performance, your one-stop shop for anything diesel, whether it's mild in stock or it's of the highest caliber ODSS, UCC competing, uh, competing trucks, uh, Exergy Performance can uh, get your fueling needs taken care of. Last but not least, we want to give a shout-out to WC Fab. Hey, we love the, the Whirly Brothers and all the crew over there. Uh, we spend a lot of time with those guys. Not only is their shop 45 minutes away from us, and uh, we're all friends, we, we like doing business with them, you can rely that you're going to get the absolute top quality, perfect fit, uh, just the best of the best. And that's that's why we love working with Whirly. If you haven't checked out their workbenches, you're crazy. Go look at them. Yes, they're an investment, but uh, if you saw them at UCC, you know they're definitely worth it. Yeah, if you work, it's going to be beneficial. That's it. That's yeah. it. Don't use them for storage. That would just make me cry. Uh, Chris, for today, uh, we've got to give a shout out to the, to the Burkharts, uh, Tony and Tyler. How the hell are you? Awesome. Chicken screaming. <laughs> uh, wait, he just stole my life. <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> Tyler, uh, you pilot the truck. Tony, I tell everybody you build the truck. How accurate is that? Uh, depends what we're doing. Racing, I'm in it. Pulling, Tony's in it because pulling sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, does that That's break your heart a little bit? To hear hear your your son just talk shit, just talk shit about <laughs> a, a, about the family business of sled pulling. Well, he has to take a little bit of faith in me because I do buckle his harness when he's in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, we're going to go through the different you know events, but I mean, Tony, if it wasn't for you, uh, you know, piloting in the dirt, you know, that was uh, that was the the points needed to take first place, right? So, you know, you got to remind him that you know, you're you're always you're always number one. Right. Right. <laughs> You're not finishing if you don't finish strong, right? That's Absolutely. it. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, Tyler, walk us Are through you, Friday. What was – you raced for ODSS and run for UCC on Fridays. Uh, that that was the that, – that was what you did last year. That's what you did this year as well. What was your Friday like uh, at UCC this year? No. Well, I mean, the competition was great, but I felt terrible. I was sick. Felt like a pig in a blanket the entire time, so it wasn't great. And the truck didn't want to hook up, so it was big struggle bus that day. I saw you in the morning or morning esque. Uh, I think you had just made a run. weren't super happy with your time. Um, hey man, racing with the hangovers definitely makes it harder. So <laughs> walk me through walk me through what that first pass felt like uh, on Friday because I think you got out there pretty early in the morning, right? Yeah, can't remember what time we started, like 10, 10.30, around there, maybe 11. It uh, felt slow, felt really slow. 
and that was probably the only decent pass we made. And uh, I made an error at the uh, end of the track. Then I think the truck shifted, slapped the shifter twice, and on the second time, I hit it too hard and didn't think about my left hand and jerked it and kind of caused it to get a little wild at the big end. Yeah, the announcers definitely made a made a scene over that. Uh, the truck didn't look like it was it, it was on a rail line, right? So it definitely had some movement down there at the end of the track. Did that did that wake you up a little bit? Does that that shake the nerves when you're at the end of the track? How fast are you going down there through the traps? Well, uh, I think at that time we were only going 130 since we're trying to get the truck figured out to go faster. Since we're having hard times hooking up, um, it. Woke me up a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. 130 miles an hour. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tony. For two days there. Yeah, he was sick for two days, so that didn't help at all, right? He just didn't have a clear mind, and uh, he felt horrible and looked horrible. You're not lying. Uh, uh, we saw Tyler uh, cruising through the show, uh, I think going to get a, a trans blanket, if I remember correctly, or something of that nature. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely one of those. Your 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 truck doesn't care if you're sick, right? Like your truck is performing at twenty six hundred horsepower, whatever the ridiculous number is. Like your truck's going to run one hundred and thirty miles an hour through the traps. Like you have to make yourself beyond the A game. What is that like? What what is that like after you have to go out and do a second pass? Are you more aware? Are you kind of going through a checklist? Like how do you come back? after that first pass and having that kind of that 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 shock at the end of the track well uh don't slap the shifter just let the truck do its thing that's (laughs) that's what i was thinking i'm like i'm just gonna both hands on steering wheel this time and keep her straight (laughs) so don't worry if the truck screws up now, when later in the evening, right, you guys made some passes. I saw some videos, you know, the, the truck breaking the tires loose, things like that. What happened later in the evening when uh, when we had that little incident where the, the truck went into the wall? So um, I had a lot of pressure on me. The guys, you know, everyone wanted a good pass at least to get, you know, past Hunter Coffee or a lot closer to him. And the truck just didn't want to get there. So around i want to say the 100 foot mark i hit some tire shake and it felt like normal tire shake that i'm able to drive through i drove through tire shake a few times it didn't feel that bad and it was still hooking and booking so i thought it was still hooked to the track well as soon as it kind of the tire shake cleared up i was going sideways gotcha and yeah, should have lifted, but I'm a little cocky driver, and I'll get served a humble pie hmm. here or there. How did you feel? Like, you know, walk walk the listeners through, right? Like, you're, you launch the truck at the staging light. <clears throat> you're going down, tire shake, truck sideways, aiming towards the wall. What's going through your head? What are you thinking? Uh, first thought to my head is, the old man's going to be pissed about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. This isn't Makes this sense. isn't the first time you, you guys have, have have you know made contact with the wall though. Tony, was it was it you last year who was piloting at, at Rudy's? Do I seem to remember uh, an incident uh, there? No, it was the week 
like a week before UCC two years ago. That's what uh, it was. Local here, local track. And uh, that's one of Tyler's first comments is that, uh, would you say something about that, uh, you know, that I had already wrecked the truck, right? And <laughs> the funny thing is, is that it kind of looked almost like the same thing going down the track sideways. It was the same direction and almost the same place in the track, just mine was a little more forgiving. It was a guardrail, and I knocked the guardrail out two or three foot and sheared off all the posts, but I had something to absorb some energy. Right. And he just, you know, his was just cement. There's nothing... So it's a lot harder hit on the truck. Yeah, so okay. Tyler pulled a Tony. <laughs> what kind of damages yeah. what kind of damages occurred, you know, uh, you know, Friday night, you get the truck back in the pits. What were you guys up the, against? The videos of this resurrection, just real quick before you guys answer. If you haven't seen the videos of, of them and I do call this a resurrection of the truck because you you'll hear, but the videos are so worth jumping online to go look at. If you're listening yeah. right now, Go ahead, pause the episode. You can get back to us. Go watch the videos of, of what these guys are talking about. Go ahead. Tony, Tyler, who wants to handle this one? Who wants to tell us about, like, the truck uh, getting it off the track and getting it back to to race ready? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was to the truck about the time that they were walking Tyler to the ambulance. And uh, so I kind of did a quick look over of the truck and, uh, there's no direct impact to the motor, to the oiling system or anything. The frame rail is straight into the frame rail. And, you know, that that poor front end of that truck, like the fenders and hood and grill, I mean, them things have been world, through World War III, right? <laughs> uh, it's a, they've, they've had a tough life. Uh, so it's a matter of getting it back, you know, and, and uh, looking at it. And I'm thinking, well, we're probably done, but maybe we can throw the turbos on it and dyno it, hoping the tranny wasn't busted or things like that, right? So, you know, we checked everything over and, and uh, needed that frame rail moved. The passenger side frame rail had to go down and over. And so we loaded up on Humpy's uh, gooseneck trailer and used that as a frame rack and, and uh, pulled on the frame. Uh, got the frame in pretty good shape and mounted up the chargers and, and uh, we had a couple of things that had happened when Tyler hit the wall the truck had stalled but he, he hadn't shut it off and we didn't really think much of it uh, when we were straightening the frame I'd fire up the truck and drive it and I noticed a little bit of a little more vibration in the truck but you know, is two metals rubbing together someplace, something, you know, not quite right. Why, you know, it's vibrating a little more than normal. Um, but I just left it as, yeah, something isn't quite jiving, but keep going. So, uh, we got a jockey to around, got a, uh, we're borrowing coffee's tires. So we had a uh, jockey where we were going to run on a dyno and wanted a little bit of a earlier hook because I knew that our, our time to set up for truck pulling was going to take a lot longer with a uh, messed up truck. So I was able to get a little earlier 
dyno, um, and we needed every minute of that. So, but that was kind of the the recap of the you know drag racing. But it was very unfortunate that there were so many oil downs on Friday because that limited our ability to go out and make some passes. It was very very frustrated. We have a professional organizations, two of them, and we're trying to compete and unfortunately and i know it takes all the we need all the young guys uh to join into this sport and need to get them going down the track and get them hooked but they need to do it on a different day um <laughs> it's very 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 frustrating was it was but it all odss guys who who were oiling down the track is that like none of the ucc guys were the ones to come apart this year Right. It wasn't the pro guys, wasn't the pro ODSS, and it wasn't UCC. It was all the guys that wanted to run index uh, and their whatever their grudge batches. And they're, they're running, you know, I understand UCC wanted to keep the stands full and keep the track busy and hot, but we lost. Unfortunately, we were only able to make one good pass, right? So, yeah. uh, and during the, if we weren't under so much pressure, we wouldn't. I don't feel we would have wrecked because we would have had uh, uh, more time to to work our bugs out. We yeah. changed so many things on the truck this year that we're still trying to iron it out. Right. Uh, I think there's so. definitely a legitimate argument to be made there. I think uh, Friday, I know the stands like the the i'll say from working at the expo uh from having a booth at the expo and being out there we had more foot traffic on friday than we've ever had before and it makes sense because there wasn't a ton of racing going on unfortunately i know ucc best of intentions right, right? wanted to bring people out wanted to give them a show wanted to give them a reason to be there on friday get these guys out there get these guys racing it, it's that's what that's what it's all about i get it uh, but I think you might have drilled in on a detail here that that's not to be overlooked, and that's who's going to be out on the track. How do we make sure right. that that we have the UCC comes first? Like even ODSS, in my opinion, on Friday should have second priority on the track. Like like we're there, we paid for passes. People are are driving across the country. Guys are coming down from Nova Scotia, Canada. Right. Um, to see ultimate call-out challenge. Everything else is bells and whistles. And I don't mean to downplay ODSS. ODSS is a huge part of of our industry. We have nothing but respect for ODSS. Um, But in general, we go to the UCC event for the UCC event, right? Uh, So so I know that that's challenging. I do always love... I don't think you guys have been there a single year where there's not some dramatic comeback story like smack the wall, throw your truck on a on a gooseneck, I'm just and, then, viral and then ratchet videos. strap it back <laughs> to to straight frame rails. Like essentially, I think that's probably an oversimplification, but it's accurate. I mean, I think I think the Burkharts need to bill UCC for all the viral videos year over year. <laughs> you know, the truck catching on fire, the wall. Like, you know, you are UCC, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that was that was a big thing. You know, we're there for this, and and we're having to sit in staging lanes for a couple hours because there's oil downs, right? And that was because uh, some rookie doesn't know what he's doing with his goddamn truck. Wow. Well, and I don't want to discount them guys, right? I, we need them growing into this industry, 
but this isn't the time and place uh, Friday when we're supposed to be making our runs, right? Yeah. Uh, can we move it to Thursday or can we, you know, I thought it worked pretty good running them down the track while we were dino and that kept the, I was just going to say kept the crowd, the crowd was busy on Saturday yeah. with all them guys running the track and then seeing the dino. So, yeah. um, I think it's just some adjustments. So we need to do some adjustments, but um, I like it. That, that was a very professional way to handle that. I think the spectators were up, and I think the ODFS participants were up. Uh, I know the UCC participants are down some. Uh, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of money to come there and not sleep. Um, you know, that's so. You know, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough gig. It's not. Uh, not easy to stay running all weekend and be competitive. Well, speaking of hard work, you know, Dino, you said you uh, got an early slot on the Dino on Saturday. What goes into the preparation from Dino on Saturday after having to go through the truck after hitting the wall Friday, uh, then Saturday Dino to then, you know, Sunday, you know, being able to have the truck prepared to hook up to a sled? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, so a lot of, checks and balance so once we hit the wall friday uh so i've assessed the situation and yes we're i feel the trucks we can run that on the dyno and it's going to be safe enough to run truck pull but normally we always run the odss with the ucc but i didn't want to i didn't feel safe enough with it uh to run the, the rest of the ODSS drag races after we dynoed it. So there's making a lot of adjustments in our plan of attack, right? So when we go, when we went up to the dyno, uh, everything seemed to be okay, felt good, and, and we got it up there, and Tyler makes the first pass, and it was breaking up. Never, It's never broke up like that before. Uh, I immediately check, you know, Chad's checking the log file, and I'm checking all the, every single connection, ground, battery, plug, sensor, whatever. Uh, we're working on pulling the crank sensor out, trying to make sure, you know, crank sensor wasn't hit. Um, try to file the crank sensor out, so it went in a little further. There was like 40 seconds left on the clock after I cranked up the nitrous bottles and Tyler, I don't know, was it 30 some seconds ripped off a full dyno run? Well, it really wasn't even a full dyno run because the truck actually shut off halfway through the dyno run. We had only what? a 1200 RPM increase from when the dyno started to the time that the truck died. And we never even hit full nitrous. Not all the nitrous valves even opened yet. Uh, and the truck just shut right off. Um, and you know, I heard how poor the truck run and I was really kind of saddened walking up to the truck and then as I'm walking there they say it's 2300 and some horsepower I'm like holy shit <laughs> that, that wasn't even half a run uh, it wasn't even half a run and we had 2400 horse 
and uh, Tyler did the start to finish in 30-some seconds, and I'm like, well, that's how you dyno a truck. You don't sit there for five minutes <laughs> loading the thing and building so much heat in the damn truck, right? He just, it, he whipped it up and knocked her out and, and did an awesome job. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it the valve train collided, and it, there was just a lot of things happening with the motor. Oh, no. Um, so the motor had no compression, and we weren't quite sure, but we knew that it was nothing we could fix in five minutes. And so for a second time over the weekend, I thought we were going home early, but uh, the Humpies, I don't know how well you guys know the Humpies, John and John Jr., uh, I don't know them personally. I don't know if we've had them on the show before. No. I guess I'd have to go back and look. They are so, so sincere. Uh, you know, I I take them as my brother, right? And uh, they're like, well, I, even Seth, my youngest son, had his pickup there, LBC. He's like, Dad, you can just take my motor and, and truck pull it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pull your motor out and then puke it halfway down the track. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, thank you. I love you. I'm, I appreciate the offer. Uh, I just don't know if I really want to do that. Right. And, uh, Humpy's like, take our motor. Once we're done pulling, um, once we're done pulling, you can, we'll pull the motor out and stick it in your truck. I'm like, come on. Just pull the motor and, like, and stick it no, in your truck. Really? Serious. Well, let's get her gone. So, It was nonstop from whenever we did that dyno run, finished up and back at the tent, I don't know, one thirty, two o'clock, something like that. Uh, we were 100% nonstop for 23 hours until um, we got, you know, for the truck pull. We had uh, trying to get it into pulling trim uh, and getting the motor out getting the motor stripped down, waited for Humpy to pull. Uh, that was, what, 9 o'clock at night, 8, 9 o'clock at night? It was supposed to be. <clears throat> then he got, I think he pulled into the tent around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Jesus. So 10, 30, 11 o'clock, he pulls up with a steaming hot motor, right? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, we had all kinds of guys jumping in and helping um pull the motor out and strip his motor down some stuff and uh, put ours on it. Uh, you know, dry sump or engine cover, injectors, intake, pumps, lines, hoses, harnesses, and uh, get it all in the truck. And we ran into a little electrical issue. And we love our all the guys that helped it was awesome, right? They were pitching in, guys I've never talked to in my life and whatever. And one of those guys, really good mechanic, he went underneath, he plugged in all the plugs underneath the truck. And when we went started, we had problems. None of our sensors were working. We wasted about 45 minutes trying to figure it out. And he figured it out. He had a wheel speed sensor plugged into a, uh, uh, the two-stage uh, converter lockup solenoid, and it was just shorten it, shorten it out, right? Uh, 
you know, and he didn't know. He's never worked on the truck before. And and uh, so that was an easy fix, just it was 45 minutes of sweating, right? Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to validate that all CP3 pumps were working. And the first one I unplugged. So this is 12 o'clock. This is when the poll's supposed to be starting, right? <laughs> you- You've also been up for, oh, I'd imagine, up. for like 72 hours at this point. Like, you, you've been through a lot yeah. of drama. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of adrenaline pumping. And then, yeah, walk us up. So now it's now the poll's supposed to start at noon on Sunday. Right. And I like being early, making sure we're weighted up, everything's good. Well, at 12 o'clock, I pull the wire off the regulator and the truck dies. And I'm like, uh, that's not supposed to happen. No. <laughs> so... So it was pulling the whole front of the motor back off. Uh, the CP3 gear had was busted, and so we had to pull the front of the motor off, change the gear, get it all back together. Normally, four guys doing this is about a two-and-a-half-hour job. Uh, we got it done in an hour. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> So we were back up. We got. We did get up to the line at uh, one o'clock. Uh, everyone's stressed to the max and and nervous and tired. Um, hoping everything's right. Right. We got someone else's motor in and and just throwing this thing together and get on the track. And we had a little. Uh, we had a little programming issue um, that we overlooked, and when I locked the torque converter, it limited it to 3,800 RPMs and 80% horsepower. Oh! And oh. so it come out, it come out ripping. I locked the converter, and it was not sounding right. And when I unlocked the converter, it actually anyone that's done truck pulling knows that. There's never going to be a time at 200 foot that unlocking the torque converter will set you back in a seat. It was like, I actually want to look at the G meter because it went up when <laughs> I unlocked the converter. <laughs> um, that I would have, and everyone has, everyone has their issues, right? Everyone has mistakes, right? So I know, uh, you know, coffee had a problem with the right gear, the shifter or something with his truck. You know, he would have had a way better run. There's quite a few guys that would have had better runs, but I I know that it would have been probably 40 foot further down the track hadn't, uh, hadn't we had that little hiccup, you know. But we still, so I, I tell everyone, we sucked all weekend, but the thing is, is we were consistent, and that's what won. Right? We, were consi- we can consistently sucked all weekend. So. so, so did you guys get first place in in all three categories? Did you guys? I haven't looked at the stats yet here this morning. So, where did uh, you guys rank on like a per event basis? So we ranked second in the drag racing, third on the dyno, and third truck pulling. But because you racked up enough points and you were consistently in the top three across all three events, 
that's how you end up in first at UCC. It's funny. This is this is the plan everybody has told us about, Chris. Every interview we've yep. ever done before UCC, this is what everybody says. is like, I don't have to be first in all three events. Right. I just have to be in the top three of all three events. And then obviously at the end of each year, you know, after yeah. the show, very few people are able to keep that consistency up. Well, when you look at the second place guy, Josh McCormick, right? Like, he did not. He wasn't the fastest truck, yeah. right, at, at the drag strip. But he was the highest horsepower, and I want to say he he placed fairly well in the sled pulls, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, so, I think you're right. Yeah, he placed like fourth or something like that. Fourth, yeah. He was like right behind us by a foot or two. Clearly, you guys won. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and it, and if you. You can just sit back and you can picture that, right? Guy can come out. We won the truck pull and the drag racing one year and still ended up third place, I think, was our, we finished third, right? Yeah. Uh, we Because we sucked at the dyno compared to, you know, compared to the other guys. And I, Yeah, I think that was when Ziegler also, broke 3,000. So it was like, it was a moonshot right. that nobody saw coming. Was that last year? And I, that was two years ago. That was yeah. two years ago two years that we ago. took. My bad. Okay. So that wasn't Ziggler. That was someone else. But, you know, we finished, I don't know, 8th or 10th in the dyno, right? Um, so the dyno scoring this year, not having the torque number in there, uh, really, I would say, made quite a difference. Uh, or in my mind, it made a lot of difference, right? I'm happier with uh, shorting up the point spread with the dyno. And then uh, having a little longer track, uh, sled pulling, you know, uh, a 320, 350 track helps with the spread a little bit on truck pulling. So uh, overall, the scoring is better than what it was in years past. Um, but, yeah, you can, take a, you can think about that, how someone – and that's what it is, this challenge is uh, – that your truck can do good in everything. And if you are super good in one thing and, and totally suck in other things, you, you're not going to win the event. So, um, you know, it's a good reflection of, of how the points work, right? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> you guys you guys were second last year or third last year? Second. Second. Were we, were we second? So, pretty sure you guys took first this year. From from what my memory serves, you're the first Duramax to win the event. Am I correct with that statement? Yes, first Duramax, and actually this year was the only Duramax in the competition. So, Jeez. how does that? Uh, I and mean, you guys won. I don't want to take that away from you, but being you know, Dirty Hooker Diesel is very Duramax oriented. You know, what do you guys, how do you guys feel knowing that you've been able to take that platform to one of the highest caliber of competition and be able to win? So, it's just, we're always looking to do better, right? And so I'm, I'm trying to find the guy that wrote the, that wrote the book on Duramax, four wheel drive, drag racing, Pro Street, right? What? There's no book on that, right? right. If you want to, if you want to find the book on the Cummins uh, Pro Street four-wheel drive drag racing, well, there's a few of them out there, right? 
So yeah. you can call Firepunk. You can call Derek up. Uh, those guys know how to build a Cummins to go fast, and they do an awesome job at it. And they have nice trucks, and um, unfortunately, we're the ones writing the book, and it's a lot of hard knocks for us to get there. So us being able to, we give a lot of Duramax guys hope the fact that we actually bought, you know, won the UCC with the Duramax. It's yeah. just, um, there's guys out there say, ah, Duramax will never win it. Well, there's also a lot of guys, uh, you know, in the, in the sled pull world, right, where they compete with Duramaxes and they feel like there's no hope because they compete against a bunch of Cummins. So now they put Cummins into the chassis and things like that. So, you know, I, I think it is an eye opener, you know, to take the Duramax platform that I would say is second favorite, right? I think in competition, Cummins is kind of always yeah. that go to platform. Um, but I think it gives the Duramax guys some hope. And then, yeah, for you guys pioneering it in a sense, right? Like you guys are trying to write the book of how to, and, and this is the, the blueprint in order to do so. You know, hats off to you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. So Absolutely. it's cool to see you guys do that. Um, you know, but yeah, for me, it was, you know, congrats on the win. But I think more importantly, it's congrats to have the Duramax win. And that platform be, you know, at at, at the top of its, uh, sorry, at the top of its caliber. So absolutely, well said. And it takes it takes dedication, right? I mean, uh, I wanted to quit twice, but my team wouldn't let me. Right? They, <laughs> they just, uh, I'm like, oh, I get to relax. You know, just no, playing. No relaxing. Uh, you know, and we really have a couple of Ford guys that are hammering hard and they're you know so i say the cummins guys are 20 years ahead of us right they were they were making you know big power with cummins before Duramax even come around yeah so i mean we're 20 20 years behind cummins and then the fords i want to say are probably a couple years behind duramaxes yet i'd agree but uh you know you got denny denny is just keeps hammering on them and, uh, you know, he's getting them to run good. And, and he's going to, in time, if he doesn't give up, he'll he'll be right up there with us, right? The V8s are coming. So uh, <laughs> whether, it's, whether it's a Ford or Duramax, you know, they're figuring, they're figuring out the Fords. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, it's just a, it just takes a lot of work and patience and well, we're, we're fresh off the wind. We're fresh off this high of being first, of being the most power, not only the most well-rounded, powerful truck in the country, but the most well-rounded and powerful Duramax in the country, I think pretty well undisputed at this point. Um, what does next year look like? Uh, are we planning to come back and do at least a three-peat for UCC? So you need three first places before you can retire. Is that the contract we have? or So a lot of, uh, I'm very indecisive all the time, right? But uh, so long, I'm like, this is the last year. This is last year. This, this is it. Well, after us winning UCC and that we totally sucked in all three competitions, I want my goal is to my goal is take first place in all three competitions fuck yeah so i'm <laughs> i'm hyped up that we know we can do it and we just get all our shit together right and uh be better prepared um you know 
that is right now. You know, I'm talking shit right now. That's that's the goal, right? So. That's it, man. I heard I heard somebody else say it really, really well. You only need a little bit of luck three days in a row. That's it. Like you, right. you have the skill, you have the experience, you have the team, you have all the resources, you have everything you need. The only piece that's a question is like, can you get just a just a contair's worth of luck three days in a row? And that's what puts you into three first places and just crushing, just sweeping the event. I love it. Right. I I and I after Seeing and learning, you know, the dyno, the dyno this year was a big eye opener with us only such a small window with it breaking up, not running right. The crankshaft cracked and not even hitting all the nitrous and still hitting 24 horsepower, 2400 horsepower. What do you think we can do with a full run with all the juice not missing? Well, Tony, I, I want to ask you something, right? So you guys took second last year. You took first this year. Last year you took first in drag, eighth on dyno, first in sled pull. This year, second in drag strip, fourth on the dyno, second at the at the uh, sled third, pull. Third, third, third in dyno. Third, third in dyno. dyno. Yep. What what Two, was three three? What was more successful? Your your first eighth and first, or your second, third, and second? I felt better this year with uh, winning the event with uh, a second, third, and third. Um, it was a little tough. It was a little hard being like eighth on the dyno, right? And then us actually still being in the winner's circle on the on the dyno, uh, not in the top spot, but being up there that gave me a lot of faith and hope, right? Even though our numbers... Competition changed, though, right? I mean, last year we actually made more horsepower, but we were further down the uh, down in the, the results. Right. Um, but uh, who's got the best luck, and and who's got the team pushing them, and who's got their women their women in their back pocket giving them hope and uh, pushing them? So we had a lot of. Yeah, yeah, I will say, I will say for for somebody who is who is proving consistently that they can show up and win, uh whether it's uh individual events or the whole shebang, um you guys are definitely our favorite to talk to about it. So humble, so gracious about the win, uh we can and only so talk, excited about the future. We can only talk about so many Cummins, right? Yeah, we can yeah, only talk about so many It's Cummins. just another Cummins, bro. Yeah. Um yeah, I've said that before. Okay. Uh, at any rate, guys, I, I do want to say thank you so much for carving out so much time for our listeners. If they want to follow along and learn more about you, Tyler, and what you're up to uh, with the truck and what you're doing, how can people learn more about you and the truck? Facebook and Instagram. and Yeah, probably Facebook or meet me at the track. There you go. To race you, right? You're calling people out. Catch me at the track. I love it. <laughs> love it. Tony, if people want to learn more about Dirty Hooker Diesel and what you're up to, uh, where should they go? So they can go, uh, our website has our products, and, and uh, we try to get some information on there, uh, what's happening in that, on uh, uh, dirtyhookerdiesel.com. Uh, the Facebook is... Uh, DHD, Dirty Hooker Diesel. 
or they can actually find my personal page, Tony Burkhardt, and then um, they'll be able to do some following there. Uh, we got Instagram and uh, TikTok that uh, we try to keep things posted up on, you know, some videos on uh, on there. Um, of course, they can always call me or call the shop, and we can, like Tyler says, there's some schedules. Usually ODFS schedules are posted on their website. Um, so. if, if you're at an, an event and you see the Dirty Hooker Diesel booth, go get some stickers. Oh, yeah, the great best stickers. stickers in the business. Great Did this year, I tell the owner, like my boss's, my boss's 10 year old son, hey, run over to the DHD booth and get me the raunchiest sticker you could find. <laughs> and he came back with the biggest smile you've ever seen on a 10 year old boy's <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, that fucking happened. And it was awesome. Uh, but seriously, guys, thank you so much. Congratulations uh, from the bottom of our hearts. We can yeah. say uh, uh, we're really, really excited for you guys, and uh, I think you guys have earned it. Um, now we just need to get get some of the classics uh, get going again, and uh, we'll get some ass kicking here for the rest of the year with you guys. So a little uh, close for you. So we we put up a bit, uh, picture of the crankshaft being uh, the, the crack in the crankshaft. Yeah. And in less less than thirty six hours, we have well over two million impressions. Oh wow! And there's a lot of people making comments, and uh, you know how that goes. You, you two million impressions. You got people that don't even know what a diesel is, right? And they're making comments, and I just that my uh, catchphrase of the catchphrase of the day is uh, run your truck, not your fucking mouth. <laughs> i couldn't say it any better thank you so much for listening this has been paul wilson and chris Hemke with the diesel performance podcast thanks for joining us today guys uh, this has been paul wilson and chris Hemke. make sure to like and subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon He has to take a little bit of faith in me because i do buckle his harness when he's in there so <laughs> <laughs> yeah First thought to my head is, the old man's going to be pissed about this one. <laughs> <laughs>